Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, psychology student, wife, and mama four. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, this is actually my second time uh, recording this episode because the last one I got really ranty and I don't want to do that. I don't want I don't want this to come off as too ranty. First off, uh, welcome to 2021. Uh, we all thought 2020 was bad, but <laughs> 2021 seems to already be proving to us that it's worse. So <laughs> it's great. And this year, you'll see that I am releasing interviews every Monday because last year I found at the beginning of the year, I was really burnt out with podcasting. I wasn't sure if I still wanted to do it, but I had spent so many years like of blood, sweat, and tears put put into this podcast. I didn't want to let it go. So I just scaled it back to every other week and now I'm doing every week again. We'll see what (laughs) next year brings Uh, But on occasion, I will be dropping bonus episodes with relevant topics to what's going on, Uh, you know, because the interviews are scheduled out months in advance. I just recorded a podcast episode that's going to be uh, released in a month. I try not to record them too many months in advance um, because... Instead, it could become kind of disconnected from what's going on. But right now, they're being recorded like a month plus in advance. So when things come up, I don't really have the opportunity to squeeze it into that spot, uh, especially because it's not fair to the guests because I've already given them the day it's going to air. So we're going to have some bonus pods. And um, this is one of those. This is one of the bonus pods. So as all of you, even those that are in different countries, I understand I have an audience from many different countries and many different parts of the world. So thank you so much for supporting this um, and listening. But last Wednesday in the United States, we had an insurrection. We had a large group of Trump supporters who rioted at the Capitol and they broke into the Capitol building. They built gallows. They uh, killed a police officer. They beat up journalists. They smeared feces and urine and blood all over the Capitol building. They stole things. They broke things. Uh, They threatened to hang our vice president. Uh, They had intentions on killing lawmakers. So much. Uh, Bombs were found, uh, not in the Capitol building, but um, specifically not where the lawmakers were, but in the uh, DNC and the RNC uh, headquarters. So this was a bipartisan um, attack like they wanted to take down some of their own um, so 
I got really ranty last time and I don't want to. We know some things that are very true. One, Trump supporters were responsible for this. Uh, There are people that are claiming that Antifa did this. Let's be very clear on this. One, Antifa is not an organization. Uh, The FBI has even said that. It's a group of people who call themselves Antifa, but they are not an organization. So, two, I follow a liberal activist on Twitter and Facebook, and I will link her information up in the show notes. Um, She talks about, um, on her podcast and on Facebook... You know, things that liberal act- activists do to protect themselves, like wear a mask, not just wear a mask because of COVID, but wear a mask to protect themselves from pepper spray and to wear eye protection a lot, also to protect themselves from pepper spray, not to bring their phones because your phones can be tracked. I know that there are people that are like, oh, there's microchips and the COVID vaccines. That's untrue. And even if it was true, which it's not, uh, <laughs> you carry around a tracking device in your pocket every day. Your cell phone is a tracking device. It is. So anyways, uh, they, you know, she says, don't bring your phones. Don't uh, take pictures and videos and post them on social media. So... Yeah, we saw the Trumpians doing that a lot, which is kind of coming to bite them in the ass because that's what the FBI is using to track them down and identify them. So also with the the glee, like you don't see like people who are quote unquote Antifa, like thinking that they're going to go in without a fight. Like, are you kidding me? So it makes no sense. And the people that were virally going around social media where people were claiming they were Antifa, it's actually been debunked. You can look it up. Google is your best friend. Find legitimate sources. They have proved they are QAnon and Trump supporters. So this was an insurrection. These are domestic terrorists. They tried to dismantle our democracy. There was a free and fair election. All the fraud cases have been thrown out, and not just in Democrat courts, but in Republican courts, too. Bipartisan support for free and fair election. Bipartisan support for Joe Biden being president-elect. Which means he is, and there was no, like, widespread voter fraud. There was no, like, everybody's against Trump. Uh, The problem is Trump is not the person that created, I mean, created the original issue. For centuries in this country, there has been a problem with white supremacy. Or I should say like century, like the centuries of the entire world's history. But for this country, it was founded on white, white supremacy. Where... There started to be an issue is when other people who were not white, cisgendered, heterosexual males uh, wanted to push back against that and get equal rights. 
And then, of course, that is a threat to white supremacy. That is a threat to male fragility. And so then the white males particularly fight back, right? Because they want to keep the status quo. Anything that's not the status quo is a threat to who they are and what they believe. And they think that by granting other people equal rights, it takes away from their rights, which it doesn't. So it makes them prime pickings for Trump, who has fed into this BS. So there was a fire, not a physical fire. The fire was already there when Trump came along, right? The fire was lit probably around the civil rights time where white men really realize like, oh shit, like other people want to actually have equal rights. What? We are not supreme and superior. Oh my God. So (laughs) that's when the fire probably started. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm just saying from what I know of history, historians might, and my historians might disagree. People who uh, study white supremacy might disagree. But I believe that's when the current fire started, right? And it started just as a flame. And then it became like a campfire. And then it became a bonfire. And then Trump comes along and, like, sprays gasoline all over it. And freaking feeds the fire. Like, feeds it whatever will make it go. And whatever will make it bigger. Making it bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's taking over parts of our country. And... He created and brainwashed a portion of this country and created a cult. I mean, the the mental gymnastics these people will do to um, support their leader, to, you know, excuse his behavior. Like, the excuses I've seen on social media since this all happened is absolutely baffling and ridiculous. Uh, Please, if you have not taken the time, watch the video of the Trump rally before these people rioted. Specifically pay attention to what Trump says and specifically pay attention to what his son son says. And mind you, during the riot, he never condemned them. He said, please go home peacefully. We love you and you are special. And then, literally, he stood up for them and excused their behavior and said this, could, this was, is to be expected considering everything that's happened in the country. That, well, his Twitter has been deleted, um, but also that tweet was deleted um, when Twitter put him in timeout. But I have a screenshot, so I know it happened. Uh, but literally, he, he was... And then he made this, like, scripted speech about unity and about, like, peaceful transition of power and la, 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 la. And that that speech, that, that all lasted all of not even 24 hours before he was posting rants and posting, like, all sorts of kind of crazy stuff. Uh, so let me, let me draw a stark comparison. This was a tweet from July 27th. 
He tweeted, anarchists, agitators, or protesters who vandalize or damage our federal courthouse in Portland or any federal buildings in our cities or states will be persecuted under our recently enacted Statues and Monuments Act. Minimum 10 years in prison. Don't do it. Okay, that was for Black Lives Matter. Um, this was to the rioters. These, th- these are the things and events that happen when sacred landslide election victory is so unceremoniously and viciously stripped away from great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated for so long. Go home with love and in peace. Remember this day forever. That's literally what he tweeted. And yet people are going to stand up and say, like, he did not incite this violence. He did not encourage this violence. He is innocent. No, he's not. He's not innocent. The Republican lawmakers who voted against the free and fair election, who were tweeting and have been tweeting support for these rioters, they're not innocent. We need to invoke the 14th Amendment for those people. We need to impeach Trump and remove him from office so he can never run again. Every single person that went past that barricade to the Capitol building needs to be held responsible. They need to lose their livelihoods. They need to be arrested and charged to the full extent, fullest extent of the law. And they all need to sit their asses in jail. We cannot let this go unpunished because if we do, then... They will think it's okay. They obviously thought it was okay as it was because they did, like, they did not try to protect themselves in any way, shape, or form. There were some in tactical gear, absolutely. But, like, they were posting on social media. They were recording themselves. The woman who died, she literally posted a video on Facebook, like, before she got there. Uh, And you know what? It's sad a person died, but... She broke the fucking law. Like, she broke the law. And you know what? These kind of people are the kind of people who are like, if you just follow the law, then you have nothing to worry about. These are also the back the blue people, the Blue Lives Matter people. And they killed a police officer. And one died by suicide the next day. Which, you know what? That kind of trauma can cause somebody to go over the edge. Police officers, Capitol Police officers let the rioters in. Some some did, and they need to be held to the full extent of the law. They were, they were police officers, off-duty police officers that were part of the riot. They need to be held to the fullest extent of the law. Active-duty military were part of the riot. Not, not, I mean, not everybody was active-duty military, but there were some. They need to be held to the fullest extent of the law. Military law, though, which is a little bit different, um, stripped of all their thing, like stripped of all their commendations, including the people that were there that were veterans. They need to be stripped of any commendations that they have. Like this is not acceptable behavior. They tried to dismantle our democracy and they're not done yet. They're threatening on parlor to do it again and again and again. And this is not going to end anytime soon. There is this rot in this country. And am I saying that our lawmakers are perfect? No, I get angry at them all the time and not just like one side or the other, both sides. I'm not a Democrat. I'm registered as a Democrat because I'm in the state I live in. 
I had to be in order to, to vote in the Democratic primaries, and I was going to po- vote for Pete Buttigieg. Anybody who's been listening for a while knows that. I am not a Biden supporter. I'm a Biden voter because I agree most with more with Biden's policies than Trump's. And I also think Trump is a disgusting human who is going to be the downfall of our country. And he's a hateful, divisive person. So I but I also don't agree with most of his policies. I don't agree how he acts, how he behaves, what he's done to this country and how he has created this cult-like mentality amongst his supporters. So yes, Trump supporters were responsible for this. If you don't understand that and you can't you can't wrap your head around that, just do the research. There's proof upon proof upon proof. They are finding these people. They're hunting them down and they're posting their shit all over the place. And guess what? Every single one of them has been a Trump supporter, hardcore Trump supporter, some QAnon, like all of them. And they're, they're responsible. And Donald Trump is responsible for inciting this, for inciting the violence, for, for like encouraging, sorry, brain fart, encouraging this. And you know what? I think those people who spoke out so vehemently about uh, violence and rioting during Black Lives Matter, which, mind you, was a very small, and I've talked about this before, very small portion of the protests turned into that. Like, very small. There have been articles written on it. It's a very small percentage. It just was blown up on the media. But anyways, like, those people that condemned that and condemned Black Lives Matter because of that but are now staying very silent on this whole riot thing or who are uh, excusing it or explaining it away or are actually <laughs> freaking trying to say it's Antifa. No, 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 no. You don't get to do that. That's hypocritical. And that just shows the racism right there. That because black people were trying to get equal rights, which is nowhere, nowhere close to what these white people were trying to do. They're not comparable. Black people were trying to get equal rights. They were trying to end police brutality. Yet you have these white, uh, what is this? Somebody called them Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> like Ku as in like coup to take over the government or as a podcaster I listened to called them vanilla ISIS Uh, you have these people that are trying to overthrow the government um, and kill our lawmakers because they believe the conspiracy theories that our election was not free or fair however let's let's break down this hypocrisy they think that the presidential election was not free or fair but the ballot like the other elections that were on the ballots, the down ballot elections, those were free and fair. It's in the same freaking ballot. They're the same ballots. But you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me that uh, there was a conspiracy to take the presidency, but not like a majority in both houses. And, and people are like, but there is a majority in both houses. Not by a lot. Actually, the Senate is split. And only reason we, like, we are going to have, like, Democrats in charge is because the vice president is the tiebreaker 
Uh, so, I mean, I think a lot of people slept through history class. But if we let these people get away with this, it will continue to happen. It is going to continue to happen, but they need to know it's not going to continue to happen without consequences. And finally, before I sign off with you all, let's talk about the social media bans on Donald Trump and the parlor bans on uh, apps, like the app stores. The First Amendment right only protects you from the government. It does not protect you from private companies. When you sign up for social media, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, all of them, they have terms and conditions that you agree to when you sign up. If you break those terms and conditions, they have the right to remove you from their platform because they are private companies. Well, and and even if you don't break their terms and conditions, they're private companies, they can remove you from their platforms. Same with the app store. If you submit an app to an app store, they have terms and conditions that they require you to meet in order to be in their app store. If you break those terms and conditions at any point in time, they can remove you from the app store. (coughs) Parlor. (coughs) Because, as Apple told Parlor, they are not moderating their content and they believe that Parlor is inciting violence because it is. So they removed it. Every place has removed it, I'm pretty sure. Because of this, these companies do not want to be responsible for inciting violence. They don't want to be responsible for this. Social media companies have decided it has become, they're saving their own butts, not really saving us. They don't, I mean, if they wanted to save us, they would have done this a long time ago. They're saving their own butts because they're worried they're going to be held responsible in court for what happened on their platform. So... They (laughs) removed Donald Trump and a bunch of his cronies and they keep removing people and they keep removing people. That's fine. They remove. It's not just right, right. The right. It's not not just Republicans. It's not just conservatives. They remove like liberals, too. Okay, I got put in Twitter timeout for like 12 hours for a very innocent comment. And I even fought it with Twitter and Twitter's like, no. I was in timeout for 12 hours. It was the most ridiculous thing in the world. Because somebody reported my content or my comment as inciting violence. And I was not. This was months ago. And I was responding to somebody and I was being really empathetic. Um, It was about their um, suicide attempt and, you know, people throwing that in their face. And so I was talking to them about it. And somebody, a Trumpian, um, reported me. I know it was a Trumpian because I was arguing with her. Um, and then all of a sudden my comment was, I wasn't, the comment wasn't towards her. It was towards another commenter. Um, and we were talking about mental health and how Trumpians really do not help people's mental health because they tend to, when you disagree with them, they turn to attacks, they turn to name calling, um, they turn to misinformation, uh, they will do whatever they'll, they just don't care. And so this bitch, like, reported me. Anyways, 
So I got put in Twitter timeout. My cousin was like banned from Facebook for 30 days for saying like white people are stupid or something like or Americans are stupid. I don't freaking remember. It was something really like idiotic. So yes, <laughs> they go they go against everybody. Okay. So Trump's not special. He was special enough to be left on those platforms as long as he was. Um, so this is not a violation of freedom of speech. This is actually private companies doing their terms and conditions. Josh Hawley losing his book deal. No, that that company, when you sign a contract for a book deal with a company, you're signing up to abide by their rules. They can revoke that at any point in time. I think this is something that people miss with private companies. That's why private companies can, um, can fire their employees for going to riots like this because you're a representative of their country or their country, their company. And so they can, they can fire you for that. And it's not illegal. You're going against their company's terms and conditions. So anyways, white supremacists stormed the Capitol last Wednesday and they have plans to do it next week too. And I know this is hard on everybody, well, mainly those of us who are, are are horrified by it, not the ones that are like, thoughts and prayers, I'm so sorry that our country's so divided, but we're condemning Black Lives Matter like last summer. You know, the people who refuse to condemn this and stay quiet on it, besides they're like, positive vibes, thoughts and prayers, unity, no. No, no, no. It's past time for unity. And it seems like these people only call for unity when it's their people doing things wrong. So, you know, besides those, a good majority of people are like (laughs) around the world are like, what the hell just happened? And then, you know, it was traumatizing for those in the United States to watch the footage of what happened and more and more comes out. And I cry every time I watch these things. So really, I just wanted to make this because I felt like I couldn't stay silent because I talked about Black Lives Matter previously and I knew like it, I needed to, to speak out about this. And if, if you didn't know, I hate Trump. I do I hate him uh, with a passion. Uh, I really think he's a horrible human being. Um, oh, one quick thing before I finish, please stop saying that these people are all mentally ill and that's why they're doing this. No. No, 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 no. For people like me who have a severe mental illness, it's insulting to have people say, oh, it's because these people are mentally ill. One, I'm not saying all of them aren't mentally ill because one in one in five people in the United States have a mental illness. So chances are there are people that were part of the riot that have a mental illness, probably undiagnosed or probably untreated because the MAGAs tend to be like anti-mental health because they think it's like, you know, people needing a safe space or some shit like that. Uh, So I'm not saying that's all, but mental illness did not cause this. Being part of a cult did. Uh, Being brainwashed, uh, following a narcissistic, egotistical maniac did. And for people like, oh, Trump's doing this because he's mentally ill. He, according to the mental health professionals I follow, is a malignant narcissist possibly with delusions of grandeur. Look it up. As far as anything else, nobody can say definitively there's anything else. 
So when it comes to this, Trump is just an asshole who wants to feed his ego. And he does that through his cult and he ramps them up. I would not be surprised if years from now Trump comes out or information comes out that Trump knew what he was doing all along. I honestly don't think he believed that he could become president. He just ran to see what could happen because I don't think he ever really took it seriously. But I think he knew what he was doing when it came to ramping up these people, when it came to ramping up his supporters. And I think he still does. I think everything he says is on purpose and calculated because he knows his people are going to eat it all up. And sometimes I think he does things like and says things just to see how far he can push the boundaries before people start to turn against him. And we've seen that it goes pretty far. Uh, Right now, it's like rats from a sinking ship, except for like his really core supporters. But like a lot of people are like, oh, this is the line. Oh, shit, this has gotten serious. It's been serious. I called it. I called it. I called it. I called it. I called it before the election. And I said, like... Um, It's going to be bad either way. If Joe Biden wins, the Trump and his supporters are not going to go quietly. But if Joe Biden loses, then we have four more years of Trump and imagine what he could manage during that time. So, you know, I knew it was going to be bad either way. I've called this for years. I knew he was going to incite violence at some point in time. It was just as somebody on on Twitter uh, posted, (laughs) wow, this escalated steadily over four years like it it would anybody with half a brain cell could see that something was going to happen uh so you know we need to hold these people accountable uh trump supporters are responsible for this um and i'm sure there was other groups along that but all people that support trump (laughs) or are trump adjacent (laughs) Trump is responsible for inciting this violence. Um, him and his cronies, his the Republican lawmakers who voted against the electoral co- college vote, who are posted on uh, posting on Twitter conspiracy theories and support for the rioters. Uh, you know the people that were there, the rioters, the Capitol Police that let them in, um, the people in the Department of Defense that didn't send in the National Guard when they should have. All of these people are responsible. These people wanted to kill our lawmakers. These people wanted to end our free and fair election. These people are not going to stand sit down, and we need to be prepared. Um, from what I heard, that there are plans all around the country next week, not just in D.C. So be safe. Be careful. Stay at home. Anyway, there's a pandemic in case anybody forgot. So we should probably be staying at home anyways. Stay at home. Wear a mask out in public. You know, stop gathering in large groups. It's a pretty serious pandemic. And one of my friends on Facebook uh, just posted, she's a nurse, that their their hospital's at capacity. She's like, we're spread too thin. Um if you if you have an emergency, you're gonna sit in our waiting room for a very long time. Um, people are waiting days to get surgeries that they desperately need because they just don't have the people. So please stay safe, not just from Trumpians, but from COVID. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. 
And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.